Ben Adams, this is down to Doug. I'm, I'm miffed and peeved. That's not the words. What do I say? Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinas. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm about to dunk. I'm not miffed and peeved. Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinas. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm down to dunk. I'm Stephen Adams. I'm not miffed and peeved. I am down to dunk. Yo, this PG and I'm down to dunk. You can find us on clnsmediadaily.com dash radio, 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or of course, anywhere you subscribe to your podcast. Or watch us streaming the podcast live on YouTube on our tripod. Tripod. I am Luke! Join this morning by Andrew. A slam through. Taylor. And I'm looking for the sky to say, man. Looking for a sign of life. Looking for something to help me burn out bright. Looking for a complication. Looking cause I'm tired of lying. Make my... Hello. Slam through. Hello. <laughs> hello. And a Jay. It's Jay. Dude, so we play that with uh, this little cover band that I play with. It's such a fun song to play. I played it with a cover band uh, my freshman year. We were called. Wait, fra- wait. We were called Frail. Oh, we were called. We were playing for an audience. Ours is technically a country music cover band, but we play like a collection of '90s songs, and that's one of them. Well, I'm not sure. I think that's actually one time we 2000s. played. One, one time we played that at a Johnny's Charcoal Broiler. Johnny's Charcoal <laughs> Broiler. <laughs> it's true. Wait, where did you? Where would you set up in a Johnny's, dude? The one on Wherever Espresso you want is huge. It really is so much bigger. <laughs> Freshman year in high school than mm-hmm. you think it is. Holy crap! Yeah, man. This song is old. Make my way. We rocked. Okay, so the All-NBA teams came out. Yay. Which is kind of a big deal for a few select people. One, two Thunder players made it. Hooray. Two Thundermen. It's kind of amazing that uh, they actually let them them be on the teams after they lose in the first round. After they're so (laughs) terrible, apparently. But uh, Paul George is first-team All-NBA and first-team All-Defense. Yay. Which is amazing, and he made you forget that he was that good in the playoffs because of his hurt shoulders. Uh, but he really was that good, and and you like wonder, and I think that there's just going to be a lot of things rewritten about this Thunder season, and one of them is like you just have to remember that Paul George was that good, and that's what made that team as good as they were in January and February. And him being hurt changed everything. He was legitimately, like, not in the conversation. Like, he's one of the three finalists for the MVP. Right, he's one of the three, yeah. But he was legitimately in the conversation to actually win it. There were, there were people saying, I'm voting for Paul George if he continues to play like this. And he just, that and then freaking just, Denver game after the All-Star break where dude, he smashed his shoulder. Dude. So bad. It sucks. Yeah, so that was, I mean, that's a big deal. Has he, I'm assuming he's made an all-defensive team before. Yeah, he's, yeah he's, he's actually the guy that's on the first team that's made it the most. I think okay. he's made it five times. But he hasn't – I mean, has he made the – okay, so he's been on the first – or is this his first? The way it has this written, it says one first time, 
He's on the All NBA first team. Yeah, for the first time, or is that the? I believe this second is his time. first time yeah. to be on the All NBA first team. That's got to feel some some sort of like vindicating. Yeah, you know, for as much hell as people have been giving him and the Thunder, like, dude, they had two players still on the. I don't know. That's I don't know. I think it's a big deal. I think it means a lot for the Thunder. It means a lot, obviously, for Paul George. This is what they need to do when the seat when they open up training camp. They're like, okay, everybody, Paul George. All NBA first team, the number one, the best guy on our team made the first team. <laughs> and then we had uh, Russell Westbrook. He made the third team. That is the third. There are two numbers before three. He's on the third team. Russell, great job. <laughs> being team. on the third team. Good job not being on the, the third first. team and not the first like Paul, but he, you're Does on the third. Does everyone understand? <laughs> Let me, can I address that one more time? Is no, there, I, <laughs> are there is there anybody on these two like you look at the defensive teams anybody that got snubbed any good oh, snubs snubs any big snubs. snubbing I got snubbed um, uh, I don't know that there's anything that's egregious well I think um, some people thought Bradley Beal might make third team or something no 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 that's, that's all NBA right all defense not all defense is it like Miles Turner oh you're talking all defense yeah, yeah, yeah sorry it's, Miles Turner probably deserves to. He was one of the best, probably like five or six defensive players this season. But if it's position, but it's tough because it's by position. So he he probably wasn't better than those two. But you just kind of feel bad that he didn't make it. A pacer should have made it. Like, but Thad Young on the team. Really good defense. Yeah, I think only two people voted for Thad Young. One of them was Fred Katz. Was Freddie? Um, Somebody on the Pacers team should have made it with as good as they were all season on the defensive end. Yeah. Why can't let's go get Thad Young? Why do people vote for Russell Westbrook for all NBA or all all defense? You know why? Appearance, stats, stat lookers. He steals stat the ball lookers. a lot. We got some real stat lookers. Real out there. stat lookers. Because if you watch him on a day to day basis, you're just like, yeah, there's no. he's he's a problem hurting, on defense. He's, he's hurting the team uh, on a regular basis. That young is an unrestricted free agent this summer. What does he make? What does he get? His last contract finished at 13, almost 14 million. He won't make that. Eight? Ten? Depends on what he wants, right? Three for three for 34? Sure. And it depends if he wants to go play for somebody. Because he could probably go to the Hornets. <laughs> they don't have money, but he could go somewhere and make more money. Yeah. Or he can go somewhere if he wants to win and take a little less. Like the Thunder for the mid-level exception. <laughs> if you want... what? Taxpayer mid-level for you, Thad. We'll have that. And you can come off the bench. Yep. It'll be amazing. Yeah, you'll be great. <laughs> hey, you know where everyone needs to get up off the bench and go to? Our draft party. Guys, it's Thursday. Thursday, June 20th at Banquet Cinema Pub. Bang, bang. This event is all ages. Bang, bang. No ageism discrimination at our draft party this year. It starts. What is at, happening? It starts at We're six on June twentieth. Got a lot of alien bang, bang. ant farm going on here. A lot of it. Um, yeah, oh. Taylor. That's why there's there's big big pauses. breaks. It pauses in what <laughs> I'm talking was, about. All I heard was this draft is all ages. It's all ages. <laughs> yep. yep. And we're also going to have, again, our mocked draft competition. That is where you, 
our listeners put together who you believe every team is going to draft and the person that gets closest to being correct wins the shirt off of Luke's back that the shirt night. off of my back and more. We got a prize package. Prize package. It's going to be great. You have to be present to win. You have to be present to win. Yep. And it's going to be great. They, uh, Hey, I know there's a lot of people from Tulsa that listen to this podcast. Yep. Definitely one. Yeah. His name is Taylor. Taylor Taylor's going to rent a 15 passenger van. <gasps> yep. You really should bring you all down. You really should. You really should. That would be so fun. You could, he could actually fit maybe two or three people in his Kia. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to know him. Well, and if you're small, we did say all ages. So like, if you'll you just take, three, if you need a little kids, if they you need to send your back. kids to you Tulsa, take, you could take either two full grown adults or about six kids. This is small kids. And this is not hyperbole. This is probably the best event we do. It's a blast. It's the best. It one, is yeah. fun. It's a ton of fun. And to do it at this new venue, we're all yeah. big screen. It's going to be a gonna blast. Be, it's it's gonna really going to be amazing. So if you've been so in the wait. past, this one will be even better. And we actually have a draft so, pick. And we have a draft pick, which is helpful. And we don't have to leave it anything. Right. It'll be great. We're we're sitting in an actual movie theater watching the draft live. Yeah, pretty much. I don't it's, know how those theaters well, work. There's a lot of sta- there's a places to stand. There's tables. You can move in and out. So it's not like you have to sit in a seat the whole time. But it's there's a lot of places to stand and hang yeah, around. And I like there's it. a bar in there. Come on. It's going to be great. Yes, and, it and, is. Uh, bring come hungry because I got some food there. They make these giant hand-tossed yep. pizzas. I want it right now. They're New York style. Yep. They're amazing. Yeah, I'm in. So, yeah. It's join us. Be, bring your friends. Bring it is going to be fun. Bring a whole group of people. Bring your family. Bring a baby. Bring, bring your baby. You can bring your baby. I actually might bring my baby. Bring your baby. So, I will have <laughs> the mock draft stuff ready next week. My guy, Mike Alcorn, and I have been, so awesome. I've been touching base with him. He's helping out again, which is great, and he's... We're going to collaborate next week and get that thing out to you. So it's not like you guys really know on May 24th who you think is going to be drafted. but I know the first three. I think the first three. Uh, watch out. Jay's trying to win that prize back. Zion. 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 Name the five greatest rappers of all time, Taylor. <laughs> Zion. Zion. Dylon. 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 Because I spit hot fire. Okay, so... Hey, listen, there's a lot of other things going on in the NBA, too, but here's what we need you to do is we need you to put this morning, mm-hmm. this afternoon, this evening, whenever you listen to your podcast, get in your phone, get in. set a calendar reminder mm-hmm. and say June 20th draft party. Tell your wife, tell your husband, tell your friends and neighbors, get your ass to our party. Whoa. Whoa. That's how intense this oh is. Oh, my Should do gosh. That. It's going to be great. Wow. Uh, so Clay Thompson's not very happy. No. So if you look at the all NBA teams, there's one relatively. What's hard? You can't say it's a snub uh, for Clay Thompson. It's a little he, bit of a snub. He's going to say it's so? a snub. A little so bit. who would make. Who are you going to throw out? He so made the all defensive team. So you're going to throw out. Because it's guard, right? Is he a guard position? He's a guard. So he would probably either make it over Russell or Kimba. I'd get Kimba out of there. Why is Kemba in there, man? I don't know. I don't know if it's like people... I don't know. He was really good at the beginning of the season. And then they didn't make the playoffs in the East! Like, none of those guys... Like, I, everybody's like, well, the magic Bradley the Beal, like, come on. Like, none of the... If you cannot win enough games in the Eastern Conference, you should not be considered to be one of the best 15 players in the league that season. 
I agree. Yeah, and I was uh, I was texting Andrew last night, or both all of you guys, but Andrew's <laughs> the only one talking to me. But Kemba Kemba Walker is eligible to make more money than Damian Lillard because he made this third team. They made the second team. They made second team. I know, but like, why does Kemba? Why is Kemba eligible for more than Dame? He shouldn't be. They both are eligible for the Supermax. Supermax. I know, but their Supermaxes are different, I saw. Did you hear? It's weird. I don't know what the deal is. Is it because Kemba's been in the league longer? Maybe. Maybe that's true. Maybe Kemba, does Kemba have that 10-year thing? Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it is. Uh, That would make sense. I'll say this. Number one is if you're Charlotte, even though you don't really want to, like you just have to offer it. You, this team has nothing without him. Oh. They don't have much with him. Dude, they didn't make the playoffs with him. I don't know, man. The more and more, here's what's crazy. The worst, looking back, the importance of general managers. And I know everybody thought Michael Kidd Gilchrist would be decent. And not this. But trading the two pick for James Harden would have been franchise changing. For them, league shifting, league shifting, because the Thunder have Brad Bill. Oh my God, I'm gonna throw my computer on the ground. Yeah, you should. Uh, yeah, I don't, so here's the thing about Clay this year is is he the issue is being the fourth cog on a wheel, right? When you make they all made a sacrifice, and Clay's is apparently thirty million dollars, and they're all like at this point, I think that they're all just ready to be done making the sacrifice. Yeah, especially since they obviously realize they, they don't need it. And they just swept the Blazers. It's so... Which it's, is, I think, probably bloated a little bit, right? Because... I, is it, though? I, I do think it is a little bit bloated. Because I don't... The Port, Portland was just not the same, man. Like, they were progressively they less and less of the same. Yeah, I understand. From, from the Thunder series. But... But you're right. Like it's still it's still impressive. In you game swept four, the Western Conference Finals. in the game four, they're missing Kevin Durant, Andre Iguodala, Demarcus Cousins. Yeah, and McKelly said this multiple times, and and it's so true when you watch them plays. It's like it's the most beautiful brand of basketball that maybe has ever been played. Yeah, you know, like the only other ones I remember watching and just being struck by were some of those Spurs teams. They were really just beautiful the way they yeah, moved the ball. Yeah. And then those Suns teams mm-hmm. that D'Antoni was the coach of. But mm-hmm. it's so good for the league for them to be this and for Kevin Durant to go somewhere else. Oh, my goodness. And it's so good this apparently is- for the Warriors. I think they would be better with Kevin Durant. I think that's – I mean, there's no question. There's no question about that. And I'm not saying that. But I they're think more it's dangerous just, with Kevin. They're just sure. – I, I don't know. It just feels like they're who they are when, yeah. when they don't have him. Yeah. We, we say that he misses out on $30 million and – kind of just pass over like that it is an incomprehensible amount of money to, it really is that's why he's so pissed to think about it like because he is a millionaire mm-hmm. and he knows what it's like to have multiple million dollars and so missing out on 30 30 million dollars would change so many families generations I, every, everything. almost everybody yeah but here's the crazy thing hey, i'd take it i would take it if offered yeah i would Same. not turn it down so here's the other thing, is that keeps the Warriors from having two uh, Supermax Super teams. Or, and you can only have two for a team. And so it does actually set them up to where if they wanted to, I'm assuming they could throw – could they throw a Supermax at Kevin Durant or because he came from another team, they couldn't? I don't know I don't the details think, I that. don't think you can. I think you and they're not going to Supermax Draymond. If he, so if next year 
Draymond makes, or if he's the defensive player of the year, or if he makes the All-NBA team, he'll be eligible for the Supermax. Dude, he's going to play his mind out next year. He's going to be in shape. Dude, I will say this. If, so he play, if he plays like this, unbelievable. he'll make it. Game three, the only reason the Warriors won that game is because of Draymond Green. I mean, let's say... It was it was the reminder, because he has been not very good most of the season. Like, he was kind of eh, off and on. Right. And he got better, obviously, in the playoffs, because that's, that's all he needs to play. Dude, he was so game-altering. Dude, he's so good. This series outstanding he's incredible so brilliant on the basketball court if they win 60 games next year and they're the number one team in the western conference they're like a top three defensive team in the league you probably vote him defensive player of the year right yep and he gets a super max and he's eligible for it and he (laughs) he'll take it without question he's gonna demand it and that's five years it's the it's the rust deal it's a terrifying deal for him yeah i mean draymond's already 38 no no and his is skill he, set. Is he 30, 31, probably? If he's even 30. Is he 30 yet? 29. He's only 29. Yeah. He'll be 30 when he's eligible for them. Yeah. Supermax. So that puts him at 35. That's not as terrifying as you, I, I thought initially. Yeah. 37, 36. Like, and there's some things that Supermax just puts people, like it's going to put teams in a place where it's really beneficial in hindsight for a Kevin Durant. Not that he would have taken, but it's yeah. like you know you could have thrown any any amount of money really that you couldn't get anywhere else could have thrown it at Kevin Durant. But at the same time, it's also hamstringing teams to where it's like if you want. Here's you, where it's beneficial: is if you're a top three player that projects to be in the top three still during the years of your supermax. Yep, that's the only. It's beneficial for both team and player. <laughs> Everybody else, it's yeah. Because if you're in like the back half of the top ten or top fifteen players, like that's awesome, great. You're eligible, but man, it's going to hurt at the end. Yes. And most of those guys aren't eligible for it until they're 29, 30 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Because like you have, to have are, 10 years of, of an, a level of success. And those are the, typically the guys that make the all NBA team anyways, are guys that are well into their career. Yep. So, I mean, it's, it, it doesn't, it's not working. It's clearly not working because it's, it's scaring teams more than anything. Yeah, and it's good. so the, talk about the Hornets. Like the Hornets are potentially going to lock themselves in, and they're going to have to seriously consider letting him go because of it. They need to do a fire sell, dude. And what what are you what are you going to sell? What I don't know. They don't have like, name one guy outside of Kimball Walker that has trade value. I mean, Jeremy Lamb, or is he unrestricted? He's an free unrestricted agent? free agent. Tony Parker, dude. Like for real. Like who? Like if you're the Thunder. Who are you trading your first round pick and salary cap filler for on the on that team? Maybe Marvin Williams. No. Maybe. <laughs> no. Nobody else. Miles Bridges. Yeah, but you don't. They're not. That's, that's one. like that's one of their only pieces they want. Yeah, that's the only piece. That's one of one of one piece that they want. I mean, seriously, there's nobody else in that roster. They have built this roster that's incredible in, and. With filled with players that nobody wants. I mean, it's yeah, it's and unbelievable. Dude, the Nick Batum one is the most dude, terrifying. It's so bad. He makes twenty five and a half next year, and then twenty seven on a player option in twenty twenty. <laughs> you think he's picking that up? And nobody's trading for him. No, nobody. He's the exact guy you want for like eleven million dollars. He's like a he's like Evan Turner. Yeah. Oh. 
There are moments in that series where I was like, Evan Turner doesn't know how to play basketball. Yeah. Anymore. Couldn't uh, so bad. Bismack's under contract for one more year at seventeen million. Oh my god. So you wonder if they can get somebody that needs expiring, but that's enormous. <laughs> that's a lot. It's crazy. Okay, we can stop talking about the, the Hornets. Hornets now. Hey, I do want to talk uh, a little bit. Tayshawn is not there. He's muting. I don't know what he's doing. So I don't either. He's moving around a lot. What are you doing, dude? He's repositioning. Nope, there he is. No, he's back in the exact my, do- my dogs are killing me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're murdering Hey, you. I wanted to talk. I think we would, it'd be in our interest to talk about, uh, you know, the Eastern Conference Finals. Dude. It was a great game. It's a great game. The the Raptors ended up winning, what, 105-99 or something like that? Yeah. Kawhi is on another level right now. Yeah. He, and after apparently, like, stumbling physically, he looked out of his mind. He was hitting threes last night that were just... So nonchalant. They would get he'd get switched. They get Brooke Lopez, Brooke Lopez switched onto him. Two or three dribbles, step back, three. <laughs> he would just demolish him. It was unbelievable. I mean, if you're the Bucks, you've gotta go super you should put Giannis at center, right? Surely. Yes. Yes. The hard part, and, and I know Zach Lowe and them talked about this quite a bit on the last low post, but the Bucks have just what they've done all season is we will do what we do. But things have changed. Malcolm Brogdon, I think he started. He, if he didn't start, I didn't catch the very beginning. But He did start. Yeah, so he, he started. started. Eric Bledsoe has been very, eh. I love, love Malcolm Brogdon. He's very good. But I, I was, I mean, you know, we kind of almost pulled a Paul Pierce after the Bucks just stomped the life out of the Raptors in game two. Everybody thought it was over. Everybody. And everybody's like, I think the Bucs can beat the Warriors. I know. And then all of a sudden we're like, the Bucs are not going to make it out of the Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> Although I, I think – I still think the Bucs could win game six. They could. They totally can't. They, and they probably should. So last night, Fred Van Vliet had 21 points and was a plus 28. Yeah. He's been averaging – I think I saw he's been averaging somewhere between four and six points in the playoffs so far. Yeah. So – like that came out of nowhere, and that's really what did it. He was seven of nine from three for the Raptors, and they barely won that game. I mean, it was a close game the whole time. That's what happened. Yeah, was yeah. Van Vliet. I mean, that's that's how the playoffs work, though. Like the Bucks won that game when Brook Lopez went off. Yep, you know, and scored whatever he did. I mean, you look back, and this series reminds you a lot of that 2012 series against the Spurs where the Spurs just killed the Thunder in the first two games. And you just felt like, yeah, this team is just better. They're just better than the Thunder. And this isn't the Thunder's time and whatever else we say to make ourselves feel better. And then the Thunder figure something out. Yeah. The half-court off defense for the Raptors has stifled. Dude, they cannot score in the half-court at all. It's it's mm-hmm. it's been unbelievable what the Raptors have been able to do. Yeah, Fred Van Fleet was a plus twenty eight last night, seven and ninth from the three point line on Reddit. Uh, this I can't even say his name, but Akazentheosita. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> he said he posted this on NBA Reddit. He said Fran, Fred Van Van Fleet, Fleet has shot ten of twelve. 83% from downtown in the last two playoff games. In his previous 14 playoff games, he'd shot a combined 5 of 35 for 
that's so crazy. So you, what you're hoping is, is there some sort of trend, right? Although yeah. 10 he's 12 a good, and he shot like, 7 The thing is, he like, is, he's a good player. Norman Powell, uh, dude, this, team is, this team has depth. Yeah. And they also have superstar. The superstar, although Giannis as well, I mean, obviously. But it's, they have, I mean, Giannis is obviously the MVP of the league, so I'm not downplaying him. But you have yeah. Kawhi. You, this team is well put together, and they're a, they're a good team. And they have a great home court. I love Toronto. Except for Drake, but I love the way the energy, the play with. I I want. I want them to win. I want them to win. Yeah, I do too. What do you think, Taylor? Wait a second. I thought we wanted the Bucks to win. I've always wanted the Raptors to win. I just thought. I just. I I was with everybody else that I thought the Bucks were just gonna roll. I like. I mean, it looked like they were just gonna destroy them. And what's weird about the Bucks is when they're playing well. You think, oh wow, that's a really deep team. They have Miritich and George Hill and Eliasova off the bench. And then when they're playing bad, you're like, man, they really don't have any depth. George right. Hill's off the bench for them, right? Jeez. Right. Pat Connaughton. Pat Connaughton. Oh man, what the hell? Sterling Brown. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if that's where I don't really understand, like, what are you doing playing Sterling Brown four minutes? Yeah, you know, like, why are yeah. you playing Irson Eliasova eleven minutes in that game? Like, what are you doing? Miritich played nine minutes. He hasn't like, been great. I don't know why. You, why are you playing ten guys in this? Well, series? that's the, that's the thing. Is like just pick three of them and give them a good amount of minutes. Miritich has shown to be such a rhythm guy. That's not a person you throw out in like spot minutes at yeah. all. Yeah. He's never worked out that way. Third, game six, Giannis needs to play forty-five minutes. He better. Oh yeah, yeah. This could, this could end your season. He's and also, you're not guaranteed anything moving forward. No, because your contracts are all over the place. And also, have like, you guys seen if Kawhi stays? If the Sixers are going to get better? If the Celtics somehow pull off getting Kyrie and Anthony Davis? I mean, there's you cannot or Kevin Durant to the Knicks. You cannot just say like, oh, we'll be back. here. You take like, the shot when you want it. You may not be back here. And <laughs> this is yeah, coming and, from a very wounded place as a Thunder. As a Thunder. Well, fan. yeah, but also like Giannis will be eligible to leave. True. And so like, you can't just be like, yeah, this is you know, good effort, everybody. No, I don't think they're going to do that. I, I think they're going to – probably the, the hard part is they're going to get themselves in a place where they're going to overpay, like for a Brooke Lopez. Well, Brogdon is a restricted free agent. And somebody – you want to talk about a, a team that needs a point guard? I mean the Suns? I would throw a lot of money at him. Yeah. Listen, what if, what if Brogdon was our two? be unbelievable there's yeah somebody somebody said take him to the trade machine i was like dude you first of all he's a free agent so you can't trade for him unless it was a sign and trade which the bucks would have he's a restricted free agent oh yeah yeah so you just have to match him or pay him whatever but you don't the thunder can't do that it's impossible literally impossible yeah so i mean he would be a perfect because he's technically a point guard right yeah he can play both positions how great would he He, be he shot 50 40 90 this season yeah, he Dude, would be. He's big, and he's a good rebounder too. With Monty yeah. Williams, I feel like that would be Monty's point guard kind of guy. Did you, you listen to uh, Woj, Pos, Woj, Woj Pod with? I haven't. Monty? Yet. It's good, man. He's such good. a great dude. Dude, he's awesome. So, would you max him out if you're the Suns? Yeah, yeah, I think I would. Max out Brogdon? Yeah. yeah, I think I would. Oh, now it's not. That's not a super max. That's like a twenty. Twenty million. It's his second contract. Yeah, I would. I would. 
I would. Yeah. If I'm the Suns, I would. You have to. The Suns. The Suns. You put him they're next not going to get Jaw. They're not going to get Jaw Morant. Yeah. If they get a draft, if they draft a point guard, that's fine, and he can just play on a rookie deal behind Malcolm Brogdon or with Malcolm Brogdon, like whatever. Well, you know what? Your team changes dramatically with him as your point guard. Yeah. You have a point. You're in the same age range. Like you are just moving in a direction that makes sense. And it kills the Bucks either way, whether it's a match or if they have to let him go. Yep, absolutely. I offer him the max. If you're the Suns, what else are you doing? Nothing. I mean, you get you pay Tyson Chandler and Trevor Ariza a ton of money. Like, stop that. Jared Dudley. Pay a good player. Like, I know Max. He's not worth a max, probably, but he's he's not going to hurt you. Yeah, but you and you don't. You wouldn't feel like you. There's a ton of potential for Malcolm Brogdon to play into his salary. Yeah, I mean he's he's an older guy, especially as the as the dominant. But like as your primary point guard, because the Eric Bledsoe stuff kind of changed, which is crazy. Looking back at those draft classes, like Alex and I did, it's Malcolm Brogdon was the rookie of the year that year. I know. It was a great year. <laughs> so I, I don't know. It's they do have some question marks. You're right. You got to go all in, and Giannis needs to play until they have to drag him off the court. They should play seven or eight guys. And they should play every like the starters should play forty plus minutes. Everybody. Yep. Have you guys seen the the stats like where Kawhi the possessions of Giannis when Kawhi is guarding him? How terribly he's shooting. Mm-mm. Basically, he's scoring at will against anyone else on the Raptors. But the the couple times per game that Kawhi's on him, I think he's he's shooting like somewhere between fifteen and twenty percent. Wow. Yeah, Kawhi is fantastic. So good. It's just amazing so to think weird. of like he's that good that he can stop someone like Giannis. Did you see you his? Know? Did you see his post game interview? <laughs> so he's just like somebody asked him about the feel out there. He's like, you know, I'm just playing the game, and you guys want to make fun, and y'all want to make fun, and and then he just gets up and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> he's such a weirdo, dude. He's so weird. I was like, okay, man. Everybody it's wants weird to, to me that they, he's good at basketball. The thing to me is like, dude, Kawhi, everybody wants you to be good. Everybody loves Nobody's you. against you. Like this, You're a big yeah. weirdo, yeah. and you've made this entire narrative around you. Like, it's okay, dude. You don't have to be, you know, CJ McCollum in the mm. press world, man. You don't have to be. But, dude, just try to be normal. He's just afraid he's going to laugh again. And the, he, whole, the whole thing with of. the Spurs, and I still think – in hindsight, looking at the Spurs thing, I think three-fourths of it is, is Kawhi's crew wanted Kawhi to be the guy somewhere. Yeah. It has nothing to do – I don't think it has to do with L.A. I, don't think, I think it was the fact that he felt like Pop got all of the credit for who the Spurs were and Kawhi was sitting in the back just working. And you know maybe he was upset with the way they handled his injury and all yeah, of that the injury stuff. Yeah. But I think a lot of it was this – Kawhi has to take this level of – this jump to a level where he is in amongst the conversation – of the most elite players in the NBA, and he's there, and it could work out that way. If for they make him the finals, that's huge. And I think th- I don't. I don't think they could beat the Warriors, especially the Warriors at full strength. But they're not going to be at full strength for a while. And so if they can go and know, get one man. of these first games, well, actually, the Raptors have home court advantage. I think that's right. Yeah, they, it's the Bucks and the Raptors, are the two best in the league. I think mm-hmm. record wise. Well, remember, uh, remember when Kawhi was on the Spurs before Zaza hurt him, and he was out for the series. They're like destroying Golden State, and that Spurs team was not as good as this Raptors team. No, they both Kawhi did have changes. Danny Green though. They both <laughs> they did both. have Danny Green. Danny Green That's has been sign. very bad in this series, but yeah, they have home court by one game. One game. 
<laughs> That's crazy. You guys know on 2K how there are, sometimes there are two players that when they're on the court together, their powers increase? Mm-mm. Well, I think that's Danny Green and Kawhi. Mm. I think uh, the Raptors knew. Is that a new Danny thing on 2K? I haven't played 2K. No, it's so like in a certain it. game mode where, when the players are cards, are like playing cards. If you get two that are like buddies in real life. The players' cards on the court are together, playing cards? Yes. <laughs> All right. Twitter questions. <laughs> All right. Twitter questions. Our first Twitter question comes from at Caleb Bennett OKC, who says, Abrinus seemed to indicate in a tweet yesterday that he was in OKC. Presti has talked about how he's still part of the Thunder family shortly after he left the team. Russ said something about how he talks to Alex every day. Is there any chance Abrinus comes back next year? He's not eligible to come back until March. March after the date that he was waived a year basically so um would you would you want him back no oh (laughs) no uh i just don't understand why you would want someone to come back who hasn't played professional basketball in a year yeah are they gonna come back and be better i don't see how that's possible they're gonna come back and uh, be worse i would I would bring him back on a minimum deal. Sure. Because you can't find a guy on a minimum deal at that point in the season. I mean, he basically... That has like, that connection to the team, has that ability. Cause knows how forget, to play with like everybody. Alex. Like he's, he's a pure shooter. And so if you had the ability to bring him back, basically as a buyout guy, you know, that's how it would work. <laughs> Except for you're the team that bought him out, which is just kind of funny. Yeah, but it's such a unique situation, right? It's a very unique situation. And so... If he wants to come back and he say like, yeah, we're going to hold this spot for you. You're going to make a minimum deal. We're going to sign you to two years, the rest of this season and all of next season on a minimum contract. Then heck yeah, I think you bring him back. I Under one condition, you have to be honest and tell us what happened. As fans, we deserve to know. God, we deserve. We are paying your. We deserve to know exactly what's wrong with you. Please record a whole podcast of your innermost thoughts, Alex, because that is what we deserve. This is what I'd need to see. I would need to see some workout videos of him. Luke would need to see it. Personally. I would need to see workout videos of him nailing threes, and I'll come to down to Duck Nation. And I'll say, "Hey, Dunkers, he's." Nailing he's threes. He's ready. Let's bring him back. Garrett Money don't make none. <laughs> but until then, I, you know, I just don't. I'd bring him. I mean, you, you can't find a guy like that on a minimum deal. I don't know that it'll happen, but the Thunder, there's no doubt in my mind the Thunder would want that to happen. There's absolutely no doubt. I mean, if you had the ability to bring a guy like him aboard in March, you have to. Who already knows the team? It's not going to take time for him to get used to everybody. Like, I think you do it. Andy, I don't know if it's possible, though. Andy. What? What? You like dream scenarios, right? Yeah. Here's a dream, <laughs> Here's a dream scenario. Okay. For, also, for someone who doesn't like to hear about dreams, you love talking about dream scenarios. But anyway. True. I don't like real dreams. I like dream scenarios. Here's, <laughs> here's a... <laughs> 
<laughs> here's a here's a, a dream scenario. Okay. Alex Abrinas comes back in March on the minimum. Uh huh. And then starts just nailing shots. He hits game winner after game winner. Uh-huh. We go into the playoffs. I'm dreaming. He's basically just we're we're riding on Paul George and Russell Westbrook, and Alex Abrinas <laughs> is number one guy at the end of every game. Be great. Like all those shots that he missed last year that we got for him, he's just hitting every single one of them. We get all the way to the finals, and he has another breakdown. And then that's why we lose. This is not a dream scenario. This is wow. a nightmare. Yeah, nightmare, a nightmare scenario. Nightmare scenario. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, and he's finals MVP like Andre Iguodala was. Here's, here's the crazy thing. <laughs> well, okay, that is true. <laughs> is most of that dream scenario stuff, like outside of making those two big shots, he missed those two game winners, which I think sent him into a really bad place. Yeah. Dude, he was closing games. He was one of the most, he was one of the top seven most important players on the team. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, I, yeah, I would do it in a second. If he was still oh, around, he wanted to be a part of the franchise. Here you go. He's at a playoff game. He wore the shirt. Oh, man. All right, moving on. I, Next question. Come I, on. Okay. I don't need to hear your <laughs> yeah. Okay. Next. Luke's about to, I was about to lambast him. I was about to... Give my thoughts about that, but I will not. All right, our next Twitter question comes from at Mind Knight Ross, who says, You are Dante descending through the circles of Beast Ball Hell. Who and what are in the ninth? That's the worst circle. Uh, yeah, I know that's the worst circle at Midnight Ross. I was an English major. <laughs> oh. I think there are parts of what's going on in the current NBA world that is my ninth circle of hell. And it's okay. basically Chris Boussard, Broussard, yeah, and Kevin Durant. Just conversing. <laughs> That's kind of it. It was like if I literally descended in the ninth and it was just him, those two going against each other. And it's Kevin and his crew just tweeting and Chris Boussard just spitting nonsense. I don't know what happened. Why has there been a collection of just crazy people in the Fox sports world? Chris Boussard, you have Skips over there now, and you also have Colin Coward. It's like all of the shock. You have to be, they have to be loud to, to be heard be above like the ESPN and all that TNT and everything. Turner. That's, well, and that's how they, that's how they climbed the ladder at ESPN too. All those guys got big at ESPN for being this. And Fox Sports 1 saw that. So they're like, well, let's just bring these guys over. That's what people and want to see. And now we're talking here. about it. So right. it's obviously yeah. working. So who's who's lying the most in that conversation? Well, I guess it depends on how you define texts. No, you define, you define text messages by – there are messages of any kind that have text in them. Yeah, that's how Chris Broussard defines it. Are they Facebook messaging? <laughs> what, what does he mean? <laughs> I don't know, man. They it's use so the WhatsApp? He said they're like DMing and it's like a combination of all these things. Yeah. Which I believe. Yeah, this is definitely one one of them. Another one is uh, the fourth quarter of game six of the 2016. Over and over over again. You just see like the Russ turnovers. You see the Clay Thompson threes. Like you get to hear the people that sat right behind me that were Warriors fans chanting the whole time. It's just that would definitely be there. And then also. Wherever you were, July 4th, 2016, at that moment, yeah. gets to replay over and over and over again. You get to see the tweet. You get to see the, my next chapter. Like, you get to see it all. Which has just been, for now, four years this summer. Is that right? Um, 
three, three, three years. This three, three. But by, by all, but through math, I found that it's three, <laughs> 2016. Um, <laughs> but has still to this day his whole entire players tribute. People still tribute, use it. Still use it. It's pretty great. Anytime he loses. His shirt changes. Anytime another team wins, his shirt changes. And it's still happening. People are mocking it still to this day. I know. Which is like, like one of the levels of heaven in mm-hmm. my mind. That's right. Uh, Steve, also, Stephen Adams getting kicked in the nuts by Jeremiah Green is, is there, too. I, yeah. Why am I going back? And there? also, the entire background sound is just dunked on being played in the background just nate duncan and just well stats and statistics and analysis mm, why would you spend the money, money? Mm, i drink glasses of milk at dinner <laughs> <laughs> yeah steak and milk please it's actually a Nate Duncan, Danny LaRue with Bill Simmons podcast that's being played in the background. Somebody, one of the, and it's all about the Harden trade. And it's just about the Harden trade and about the money that OKC wouldn't spend. <laughs> well, this is fun. All right, guys. It's, no, it's not. It's hell. Yeah, yeah, it's the ninth <laughs> ring. Let's move to our next Twitter question. I accidentally changed their order, so we'll do that. Our next Twitter question comes from at fluky who wants to know which player will get the most inflated contract due to their playoff performance this year what do you think about rodney hood he's gonna i mean people are going to overpay him i don't think he's that good but he played well in the playoffs he did someone will pay him something that will be more than he's worth. There's always that, like, I always go back to James Posey contract, where it's like he went yeah. to the Celtics and somebody's like, New gotta, Orleans we had to have him. him. We got to get him for yeah. way too much money. Mm-hmm. God, Dell Demps, what in the world? I mean, really, you could look at all the Blazers that are up for contract. Aminu. Yep. You know, Rodney Ennis. Hood. Like, what Like what is Ennis can Like, what in the world does like, Ennis Canner get paid this Well, here's, here's what's crazy is before this, I thought minimum. Part yeah. of the part of MLE, yeah. I wouldn't pay him much more than five million dollars. For the Thunder, I wouldn't pay him at all. Yeah, unless he wanted to come for a minimum to be the backup. I don't know. What I mean, Jimmy tra- Butler surely gets a max, and he probably would have anyways. But he surely gets a max now. Yes, yes. for the yes. Lakers, Malcolm, Malcolm Brogdon probably gets paid more than you would have thought. What's, what would be – okay, so we're saying Malcolm Brogdon will probably get a max, but what would be, you know, I don't know that reasonable money just, for him? $17 million a year. Yeah. Is there any comps to him out there? A comp for him? Yeah, like contract, like looking – let me think. Let me process that. I'm trying to think. Who else do you think will be in fl- – Brooke Lopez? Brooke Lopez will get paid a lot. More than he should have. Mm-hmm. Unless he wants to take a cut and stay with Milwaukee, which I could see. He's been to L.A. and had that experience, and he's like, I just want to be where I can win. Because he's made a ton of money over his career. Yeah. ton of money over his career. So maybe he's somebody Tobias Harris may have lost money this year. Sure. Yeah, which for him, though, he's going to be in a situation. I think – are we all in the same agreement where Jimmy Butler's gone and Tobias Harris will be the – No. You think they're going to try to keep both of them? Yeah. Oh, uh, what else do you do? If you're there, yeah, you're right. You do that. The, this is like the, I mean, if you're if you're a, a fan of that team, 
What do you want them You're to right. do? You're right. Keep them both. This is the opposite of the Sam Hinkie <laughs> model. It's like, all right, now we're going to... The process is over. They're going to have to play Ben Simmons and Joel and be gigantic contracts. The Ben Simmons question mark for the Sixers is the one that makes me go, hmm. Here's also the thing. Yeah. Like, that Sixers team has not been expensive in a long time. You're right. That ownership group And they've been paid. making the same amount. Of, I mean, their fans still rolled out. Yeah. So I, I would not worry about their pocketbooks. I need to stop worrying about millionaires' pocketbooks. Yeah. <laughs> what does Draymond get? Not He's enough. not a free agent. Okay, next free year. Agent after, next, after next year. Oh. Okay. 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 Thank you. Hey, guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Josh underscore Morrison, who wants to know, is there a wing that might take a discount, the full mid-level exception, for a chance at starting for us? Danny Green, Reggie Bullock, the Bone Dong. Definitely not Reggie Bullock. I wouldn't. He stays I wouldn't, in LA. Probably. I wouldn't want to start Reggie Bullock. I like Hell the idea no. of Danny Green. I like the idea of Danny Green. It's definitely a sentence that a lot of people say and should say. I don't. I don't know. I, what do you like? I don't know that Danny Green's going to take that deal. I don't know if Danny Green's going to come to the Thunder. Like, if Kawhi stays, Stan, Stan they're just going to pay him in Toronto. Not a ton. Sure. I don't think he'd, he will demand a ton. He's not going to demand a ton. Not like he ton. paid 10 for him. But if, Seven, you, if you could get him for five, you would start him on this team. I think that you would. What about Wes Matthews? The Bone Dong's not taking five. The Bone Dong's going to get paid. Oh, paid. I think Wes Matthews is a legitimate Thunder target. He's a thunder target. And I... That came from... Garrett Money don't make none. He yeah. told us that. So here's my question. So what is a Wes Matthews going to settle for in Oklahoma City? I mean, you, you... MLE is all they have. That's the only tool that they have to acquire him. And they, is my wrong to think they can't pay the full... No, because the, the, the taxpayer MLE is the one that doesn't hard cap them, right? Yeah. Is that the whole So point? they're going to offer that like 5.8 or whatever and say, we'll, we'll start you. I think you probably do that. Yeah. And you just don't have to play him 35 minutes. You play Ferguson a lot, and then you minute restrict Paul George, and you put Andre Robertson out there a lot. Yeah. Unless you can move. I think they're going to actually explore potential moves with Dre at some point this year. Maybe they wait until the trade deadline. I think they wait and see what they got. Yeah. I mean, you, so I put this list out there earlier about NBA free agents. And there's not a lot of there's not a lot of people that would legitimately take a play a pay cut to come and play for the Thunder mm-hmm. that would get you because Terrence Ross perfect guy not going to take a pay cut he's going to get paid this summer and he should and Orlando's going to probably pay him the not a max have, but a lot yeah they don't have a way to get him but you have a Wayne Ellington which mm, I mean he can shoot but he doesn't do I'm much else I'm not starting him over Terrence Ross not starting him not over. doing that no. Shumpert no mm, no yeah no so Wes Matthews okay. He's a maybe. Wilson Chandler. Nah. Then you go down. Uh, you said Reggie Bullock. Mario Hazonia. To start. No. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Mario Hazonia. Rodney Hood. Seth Curry. Both are unrestricted this summer. Yeah, but you're not. You're nope. not. You're not. You're not doing Alec that. Burks. No. Trevor Ariza. Like all these guys you would sign. Surely you'd want all. Every guy that you've mentioned, you would want on the Thunder. Yeah. But to start. Wes Matthews, basically. It would be West. Danny Green, maybe. You'd do that for yeah, you would do that for Danny Green. For sure. Shelvin Mack, probably. Shelvin Mack. <laughs> Jeff Green. Start, can we start him with a shooting guard? Sure. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm sure PJ Carlissimo tried that. There's a very small list of players that you Burn. think that would take that number, and you would start in front of Terrence Ferguson. Oh, very few. Because like Terrence is very, very important to this team's next two years. His development, his confidence is extremely important, which is kind of, this is a very, very terrifying statement to make. But it is very important to this team. And uh, Royce had this point on the Dream Team pod about Terrence. Like Terrence is younger than a lot of guys in the draft this year. And like everybody's like, we need a guy, a 3 and D wing for this team and like they're developing one right now and his name is Terrence Ferguson and he's younger than he may be younger than the guy that they take at 21 you know um so like he his development is huge if he's this exact same guy he was this season where he's inconsistent as a shooter and a good defender like that's great but if they're going to get to another level like, he's got to go to another level. He's one of the few guys, he and Jeremy Grant are, like, two of the few guys that you think, like, could make legitimate progress this summer and become much better players coming into next season. So, and they, and they both made giant leaps they from, did. from the year before, but they need them to Nobody do Nobody should be surely not down on Terrence Ferguson. I mean, would, the internet You're right. does a lot of surprising things. Hey, so... So looking back at the Malcolm Brogdon, how much of a comp do you think Marcus Smart is? He's way better than Marcus Smart. Sure. So Marcus Smart is the only is like the closest for the past two drafts before Malcolm Brogdon, looking at contracts, Marcus Smart is like the lower end of what he would get. Because there's D'Angelo Russell's the year before, but he's also I mean, his up and restricted this year. Mm-hmm. Marcus Smart's making Eleven million this year, twelve next year, twelve. So you got to think that Malcolm Brogdon. You're probably right. Like seventeen is a range that makes sense. Sixteen, seventeen million. Yeah. If you're the Mavericks, I'm telling you, the Suns should offer him twenty and just make the Orlando. Bucks. Yeah, they're big fans of DJ Augustine. Charlotte. <laughs> the big fans of this guy named DJ. Charlotte can't offer him. They don't have any money. They're going to be paying Kimba the Supermax. They're in the same situation as the Thunder. Can we not talk about Charlotte ever again, please, (laughs) on this show? What are we talking about? Can we go to a fun Twitter question? Wesley Matthews is our uh, starting shooting guard next year. I love it. I was looking at all his stats. Are you joking? No, I'm serious. I'm really looking through it. And he's been... making fun of me. No. They're making fun of me. Even after his injury, he's been pretty consistent from three. Yeah. Uh, his offensive win shares have dropped, but his defensive win shares has basically remained the same. Yeah. So it's just his offense has dipped off some. But with Paul George and, and Russ, you just need a guy who can hit threes and be confident. I also love his and attitude. That's definitely West. Yeah. I like yeah. his attitude. He also wears like the ninja. That's what I was about to say. That's the number one reason why you want him that's in the starting lineup because when they put the faces of everybody that's in your starting lineup and you see him with the ninja headband, you're like, all right, let's do this. Dude, that's a pretty intimidating looking, at least. Starting lineup with Russ, Russell. Russ Matthews, Paul George, Ru- uh, Katie, Katie. Good Lord. Jeremy Grant. All right. See you guys. Wow. Please. Oh, Jay. Please. All right. Hey, guys. Our Paul next George. Katie, I'm going Jeremy, head coach. Steven Jeremy Adams. and Steven. Yeah. Yeah. The guys that are actually. Dude, that'd be great. I'd enjoy it. That'd be great. I would like They that. need a vet like that. Yep. They just, they, if they're going to make this run over these next two seasons, they need a vet like that. They do. Period. Because he can play a couple different positions. And surely Paul and Russ are just shooting texts at West Madison. He's DMing them. 
hey man we lost in the first round we really need you we need you man <laughs> you'd have made a huge difference please you did you lost in the first round too did you see who well, made the all, they, all defense all they tried to get west right yeah. oh yeah oh they yeah tried to recruit him already yeah, but the Thunder would oh, yeah. offer him a starting position. And they may not offer a starting position. Like, we have to be aware of that. that the Thunder may not call him and say, hey, we wanna, we'll want we start you. I don't I don't know that the Thunder are willing to do that. This is all hypothetical. Every single bit of it is hypothetical. Because they may not. They, they believe in Terrence Ferguson. Like, they really do. Hey, guys. Let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Eric Home. Okay. Let's do this one pretty fast. He says, I listen, I don't watch on YouTube. Can you guys tell me what famous people you look like so I can stop people who look like you in the street and express how big of a fan I am of the show? Please include at Mikey Barra and at Al Baby Cakes in this. I'm going to tell you this. Mm-hmm. My next door neighbor at the lake tells me I look like Vince Vaughn, and it is my favorite thing. He is my, one of my favorite people on the planet for doing so. Wow. That's Vince my answer. Vaughn. I know. In swingers specifically. All okay. Right. All right. I gotta see that. Taylor, who do you look All like, right. man? Anybody tell you you look like anything? I think I look most like Jimmer Fredette at certain <laughs> angles. <laughs> God, that's so true. <laughs> you gotta shave your look beard. Up, look up Jimmer Fredette, like when he was younger. Yeah, I you're not as exactly thick as Jimmer like is. What? He's swole, bro. He is swole. You never see me with my shirt off take it off man okay luke you do look like vince vaughn from swingers specifically swingers thanks man i, I, <laughs> I had you. a guy i got a, i had a guy at walmart one time this is very weird and i had a big like kind of not good looking beard and it was like just disheveled looking mm-hmm. and i walked in and the guy goes you look like ryan reynolds from amityville horror <laughs> <laughs> like, right, i'll take it i'll take it uh, I haven't really had people tell me that I look like somebody. No, except for in the seventh grade, there was oh, a guy. That, this is great. There was a guy that told me that I looked like Nick Lachey from Ninety Eight Degrees, and every time he passed, see that. every time he passed by me, he'd go Ninety Eight Degrees, and that happened for years. Years. It I've was had somebody awesome. tell me that they, I remind them of a guy named Rob Delaney from a show called Catastrophe. That's that. Somebody said that before. Have you yeah. watched that show? Oh yeah, it's funny. All right. Um, That's all I got. I don't. I, I look like a guy that. If you see somebody with a gigantic neck wound, <laughs> scar, that's more than likely me. Like, they always forget you. Have my my distinct my story? distinct marks. We tell the story. I'll tell him I miffed and peeved, man. Yeah. Uh, okay. Hey, uh, what about for Alex? Alex looks like he, uh, not Skeets. He looks like one of the guys. Every time I see one of the starters, I think skeets. of Alex. Is it Skeets? skeets. It's got to be. Skeets. He looks like maybe him mixed with. I, I think John Mulaney a little bit. Oh yeah, attitude like, like kind of whole demeanor. I think Alex and John Mulaney are very similar. McKelly, McKelly did not look like what I thought he would look like. Yeah, uh, McKelly looks kind of like a. I mean, he's it's a good looking man. Chis- <laughs> chiseled out a chiseled out a stone. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of somebody that McKelly looks like. He's got like a real hard like chin line. Like he's. You know, what's the guy from Scrubs? JD, uh, Zach, Zach Braff. Braff. Yeah, Zach except Braff. for McKelly didn't have that a gigantic nose. Like yeah, Zach take Braff off does. the gigantic nose, put a normal nose on him. He's Zach okay, Braff. Okay, really. And he's got short hair. Short hair. I like that. Hey, that's good. That's good luck. He hey guys, look like Zach Braff, huh? He does look like Zach Braff. 
Thank you for checking on Thanks all Thanks for the these. confirmation. A double check in this. We appreciate it. Hey, guys, I have one final question for you. But before I ask that, I want to talk to you about Oklahoma Shirt Company. Bing, bing. <laughs> They're great. They've got their Oklahoma Shirt of the Month Club, $10 a month. Get you an Oklahoma-themed shirt each and every month, $10. Get you an introductory shirt just for signing up. Jay, what other states are they? Arkansas. Texas, Missouri, Kansas, Arkansas. You can get those shirts of the month club. Also, if you have a special event, they can make you shirts for that special event. They will help you design it. Take it from idea to reality. They are the best. Support those that support us. Are you miffed and are you peeved? Miffed, 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 miffed and peeved. So I guess I was going to share this. So I'm coming up on the 16th anniversary of my neck wound. Wow. 16 years. 2003. Wow. It can drive a car. Your neck wound, sophomore in high school. <laughs> no, yeah, I was. I was Happy uh, birthday, neck wound. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I was in Inola, Oklahoma, hanging out with some buddies of mine. We were playing a camp with Jiminy Crime. Oh, wow. And, oh, uh, wow. Yeah. Uh, memories anyway so i was riding on a four-wheeler and i immediately got on and started riding i was like i don't need to be on this thing i don't know what i'm doing and which you know whatever so i'm riding over this hill and i kind of come over this kind of hill and i look down and there's this fence and i don't i I get nervous about the thing is like super i feel like if i just barely try to turn it then it would like throw me off because it just turns real tight and so I just kind of like try to, I'm trying to like slowly turn it just to avoid this fence line. Instead, I just run literally into the fence, drag myself across the fence, bar bar fence, for about 10, 15 yards, oh, and then dude. finally fall off. I like massively sprained my ankle and had 70 stitches in my neck oh. and like five in my foot. So my sock and my shoe had like flown like 10 feet away on my right foot. And I know local homing. You almost died. I almost did. Dude, I how missed, did you I missed not my, die? Because I missed my carotid artery. That's scary. It was scary. It was, the you, Lord has plans for me. Pa- did you pass out? No. You were awake the whole time? I wrapped my neck up in my shirt. Oh, Luckily, dude. at this point in my life, I was still wearing like... <laughs> who, a, found, who was the first person that like, found you? Brian Webb. He was. Yeah. So my buddy Brian shows up, and I get up, and I'm like, because oh, I don't have health insurance at this time, which is another oh, terror. no. So I get up, and I'm like, I think I'm fine. No, you did not. <laughs> yeah, I did. Because adrenaline kicked in. I didn't. I'm mean, like, I was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. And Brian, literally, his face goes white, and he's like, You're not fine. Yeah. And so I like started to feel just kind of like it felt like like a scratch on my neck. Oh. Dude. And then I went up, and we got to the garage area and went to the bathroom, and it was like, Okay. Ah! So did you call yeah, an ambulance? It is a no, I jumped do? in Wes Wilson's Jeep Cherokee and oh, we did. hauled butt from Inola to Claremore, where I got. You this had that red Jeep Cherokee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, it was fun. It was a good experience. Oh, I walked around like so Frankenstein. Because here's the thing: is right now you you, know, you can tell if you look at it, but for the most part, like can't really tell. nobody really talks about or notices anymore. Right. But for the first like year, it's all I can see. It was like a gaping terror <laughs> wound. Like people were just like, oh. I'd wear like neck <laughs> scarves. Got big into scarves and turtlenecks. Yeah, I'm a huge <laughs> fan of turtlenecks. Really chunky necklaces. <laughs> I went cool, back, man. I got choker necklaces. Still works. On that. That's cool, man. Oh, so dude. I'm miffed and peeved about that. Apparently, well, it's just we, a good story. It's good. Yeesh. Well, we're grateful and blessed that you're still alive. Hey, man, for real. I'm you very, know? I'm very grateful and blessed. For real. 
Uh, Taylor, you missed? Um, no, but I am caught in this like celebrities that look identical, <laughs> but you never think about it okay. thing right now on the yeah. internet. Mm-hmm. So Zach Braff and Dax Shepard have the same face. There's a third. I, there's a third person too that they look are like you as well. Me? Yeah, Michaela Barra. Because yeah. if it's it's if you combine Zach Braff and someone else, you get Dax oh my god, it's, it's Chad Kroger. It's Zach Braff and Chad Kroger from Nickelback. That <laughs> look like <Dax> <laughs> yes, I just found it right when wow. you said that. That's awesome! Wow, wow, it's very cool. Yeah, so I'm kind of grateful and blessed about this. <laughs> oh, I I think it's really funny. Uh, Natalie, have you seen the Moby and Natalie Portman stuff? Oh, it it's makes so me so dumb. uncomfortable. So dumb. Like, I, <laughs> who out there cares who uh, any want anything about Moby? Second, it's who cares so if they if they dated in the nineties? Wait, I don't even it's know about fair. this. Moby wrote a book and he says that he dated Natalie Portman when she was 20 and when and he was 33 but based on their ages when he was 33 she was 18. Mm-hmm. She came out and said we didn't date. He was just creeping on me as an old I went to one of his concerts and he creep, crept on me a bit right after I graduated high school. And then he came back and said, "Uh, we did date." And so it's a fight between them of did they date or did they not? This is really disappointing because I thought it was going to be that Moby and Natalie Portman look alike. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Sadly That's no. not one of those trick things. Like I thought it was going to be like if you put hair internet. on Moby, he looks exactly like Natalie Portman. <laughs> I was very excited to look it up, but now I'm not. Now I just don't care about that. They do not look identical at all. That's it's very bad. sad. That's really sad. Or they dated or they didn't. Andrew, you miffed peeves? Uh, no, I'm GMB. Yesterday was my 10 year wedding anniversary. Hey. 10 years. Wow. 10 years. 10 years. Man, I remember your wedding because one, I was in it and it was in <laughs> yeah. at noon. Uh huh. And 11. 11. We got into noon. But 11. And we had like three piece brown suits outside. And it was uh-huh. one of the hottest that I have ever been in my life. We, uh, watched it yesterday and Alex. Maybe every ninety seconds, took a handkerchief out of his pocket and wiped his face down. Like you saw him do it just about every minute. Because like right now, you know, outside it's like today it's eighty degrees. I yeah. swear the day of your wedding it was one hundred degrees. You it have no so idea. Hot. I think it was ninety eight degrees. Tyler's life degrees. and and Erica's life got married in the Rose Garden, Cole's Garden. We were at Cole's Garden. Yeah, yeah, same place. And it was like they had a weather warning the morning of like hey if you can avoid being outside please no world. This was <laughs> like, so little, i'm not kidding i got shade when i was standing up there but like chase and ryan didn't and at the end we had gray shirts on at the end of it i'm not kidding you had like a shades of gray as you went to the end it was like <laughs> light gray normal color normal color just dark sweat covered <laughs> It was so hot. That's awesome. It was hot. It was a hot and day. And it wasn't it was supposed to be. Day. It was in June, right? Yours is in May. It's mm-hmm. like, why? It shouldn't be that it shouldn't be that hot. hot. It wasn't that hot yesterday. Um, anyways. Hey, great Ten years, bus, man. That's GMB. exciting. Ten years. Congrats. That's Ten the, years. They call that something. It's great. It's uh, papers. Paper. Ten years. A decade. Ten years is paper. <laughs> that's what they call it. A decade. <laughs> Ten years is paper. No, that's one year. Luke, you murfed or perfed? No, I'm not murfed or perfed. And I'm not going to go this. Hey. I'm nothing. June 20th. You're nothing. 
Be there. See be there. there. Be there or be square. Oh, that's going to be so fun. Bring, it really bring, is. You'll be so disappointed if you don't. Bring your baby. Out there. You really will. Bring your baby. Okay. You don't need to bring it baby. Bring a baby. To bring a baby. Bring the baby. Bring a baby. Bring a baby. Bring a baby. Hey, Sean, you see my onion post? You, we were talking about Moby. I'm not, we, 